Hello and welcome back to the Semicolon Podcast, powered by Project 9. Once again, we're your hosts, Jocelyn and Yvonne, the founders and directors of Project 9. We want to first thank the listeners of the first episode of Semicolon. We are so grateful that you took the time to tune in and we hope all of you learned at least one thing from the start of our story. For those of you who are new to this podcast, no worries. You can always catch up on a prior episode or just keep watching the future ones since the content in each episode is unique from the others. That's all from our introduction. Now let's get into the content. Episode 2, Self-Love, Breaking Gender Roles. Content warning, this episode contains stories and statistics about anxiety, depression, suicide, and mature content such as pornography and violence. Please be aware that the above topics may be harmful and triggering to some audiences. You may exit this episode at any time, and adult supervision is advised. To kick off our second episode today, we want to begin by introducing our guest speaker, Mr. Harry Poffin, founder of the Mental Health Corner and host of the H Panel, where he interviews guests from all different walks of life to discuss the good, the bad, and the inspiring from different areas of mental health. Mr. Potvin was a student athlete at the University of Guelph swim team who had battled with mental health issues growing up. In this episode, you will hear about some of his personal takes on mental health and its connections with gender roles. We want to thank Mr. Potvin for sharing his inspirational insights with us and our audience today. We also want to give a special thank you to Doc.org for connecting us with Mr. Potvin and for all your support. Now, before reaching out to Mr. Potvin, we listened to the H panel and really got a sense of the engaging ideas that Mr. Potvin shares with his listeners. In this interview, we started by asking Mr. Potvin what his motivation and inspiration was to start this podcast and why he wanted to start a podcast around mental health specifically. Mr. Potvin explained how this came from a personal experience. He said, The idea for a podcast came after I spoke at my university's men's-only mental health panel in 2019. Speaking in front of 300 strangers and a couple of my friends, it was the first time I had been open about my suicide attempts and major depression. Mr. Potman continued, It was absolutely terrifying, but for almost a week later, I was getting messages from all sorts of people talking about their personal struggles and how my story inspired them. I love talking to people and I'm super passionate about mental health. So the podcast kind of grew from there. And see how Mr. Pavin's experience drove him to share his voice with his podcast. Once again, we see the power of storytelling informing speaker-listener connection and inspiring further sharing. We loved hearing how passionate individuals and groups and Mr. Pavin are working hard in raising awareness for mental health. Definitely. Mr. Potvin's passion for what he does is so important in making a difference and inspiring his audience. For us, we have learned so much already from the research, interviews, and preparation we have done in producing the Semicolon podcast. In keeping this in mind, we asked Mr. Potvin what some of his key takeaways are from his podcast regarding mental health. In his response to us, Mr. Potvin shared, One of the most important things I've learned through all of this was that while we all go through different situations, we're never really alone as annoying voices in our heads say we are. I 100% agree with this. Isolation can sometimes be a mental state, and we must all do our best in helping each other break this mindset by being good listeners, supportive friends, and or understanding family. Definitely. 
Mr. Palvin also mentioned that something he learned was that even though the stigma is massive right now, and sometimes it seems bleak in the field of mental health, the future is so bright and great things and advancements are on the horizon. It's hard to disagree with that message. So many groups, like ourselves, are striving towards making a better future for mental health. And to change for the future, we must look at aspects present in our society today. With Project 9's efforts specifically, we hope to challenge the stigma in order to create a strong foundation for implementing new support systems. Yes, and as students who are passionate about creating a supportive and inclusive future for mental health, we want to dedicate a part of this episode in talking about gender roles and its particular connection to mental health. This was inspired by a documentary we watched during our social justice class called The Mass You Live. Mm -hmm. This documentary highlights the struggles young men are facing as they grapple with the journey of finding themselves in the middle of gender stereotypes, identity issues, and the tapered definition of a real man. In the video, we hear stories of a few young boys who feel forced and pressured to consistently put on a mask and act in a certain way. When a group of male students were asked what they wanted people to see of them, most of them wrote down words like happy and funny. But when they were asked what they didn't want people to see, 90 of them wrote words like fear and pain. Phrases like man up, don't ever let anybody disrespect you, football players don't cry, or stop with the emotions, create a destructive idea of masculinity that is in fact making boys at a young age feel insecure and feel as if they have to constantly prove their gender identities. Yes, and interviewees in this documentary explain that they lose people who can support them and hear them out as they get older because they feel like they aren't supposed to get help. One student said, if you never cry, then you have all these feelings stuffed up inside you and you can't get them out. This is devastating to hear, especially since the video later explains that many young men face mental health issues as a result of misrepresentations and isolation. Unfortunately, some of them use physical aggression, disobedience, and even suicidal violence as an outlet to deal with these problems. The video said that less than 50% of boys and men with mental health challenges actually seek help. Wow, it is tough when you have to feel ashamed, humiliated, or predicted that you will be disrespected due to society's so-called expectations of a real man. It is important to acknowledge that toxic masculinity is not something that just sexualizes women and normalizes homophobia. It is something that is harming millions of men who learn the behaviors of violence and isolation as a protection of vulnerability starting at a very young age. Yes, and in the last episode, Dr. Heather Stewart was also able to provide us with some insights on how media can stigmatize mental health and make teenagers reluctant to receive professional help. In the world of misrepresentation of masculinity, pop culture and media also play huge roles. From simulated violence in video games to unrealistic representations in pornography, young men are exposed to these types of misleading influences every single second. For sure. In a world where in America alone, 93% of the boys are exposed to internet porn before age 18, and three or more boys commit suicide every day. We see the signs of how the society continues to fail generations and generations of boys, yet we still ignore these damaging impacts and simply tell boys to just be a man. To our listeners, we want to emphasize the importance of eliminating stigma and encouraging others to seek support, talk to a friend, and be true to human emotions regardless of who you are. Vulnerability is okay. Weakness is okay. 
and sadness is okay. As a society, we should be open to reevaluating the definitions of masculinity and listen to those who are willing to share their stories and needs. We need to break the unhealthy gender expectations and support all in the process of taking care of their emotional well-being. In the H panel, we listened to the episode Connection Coach Rachel J on men's emotional health, which discussed the relationships between masculinity and mental health. The content in this episode really resonated with us, and we asked Mr. Potvin to elaborate on how gender roles can have an impact on mental health. Yep, Mr. Potvin said, From personal experience, men are only taught two emotions, anger and happiness. As a kid, if I ever showed sadness or started crying or admitted I was having a bad day, I was met back with the words, man up or you're so weak. At this point in Mr. Potvin's response, we can't help but think back to the documentary we watched and how society raises children to internalize gender roles. Definitely. Mr. Potvin continued by saying, after years of hearing the same things over and over again, and finally being convinced that showing any emotion made me less of a man, I learned how to put a mask on and suppress my feelings. Here, we want to ask our listeners to reflect upon if they have ever experienced these emotions and thoughts because we grew up hearing what we should do and what we should not do. Though some help us develop our values and morals, some of these social norms can be a confinement. Very true. Mr. Potvin also said, the suppression was what started my experience with depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. I would feel shame whenever I got upset or cried, and eventually I came to the conclusion that I didn't deserve to be here anymore. Indeed, these bottled up emotions can lead to internalized shame. From this experience, Mr. Robin said, these type of gender roles not only cause a lot of men and boys to shut up about their emotions and bottle them up, it also causes them to invest in energy negatively. This internalized negativity is not only a result of the external pressure of gender roles, but also the prolonged period of self-doubt that accompanies these societal expectations. Finally, Mr. Potvin mentioned, when I used to have these feelings, I would invest them into the only other emotion I had been taught, anger. I was labeled a hothead for a lot of my young life because when I would be upset or sad or feel depressed, I would resort to cussing people out and punching the walls and lockers in my way. Gender roles and suppression can have a way bigger toll on young boys than we give it credit. Absolutely. We tend to forget about how the expectations society imposes and normalizes can take a toll on us physically and psychologically. Not only do we feel like we must be a certain way, we also feel guilty when we aren't the way society wants us to be. Regardless, we must break these stereotypes and recognize our uniqueness as individuals. We must love us for us and not feel pressure to be someone we're not. In the journey to adulthood and embracing ourselves for who we really are, Guidance is essential. We should make it a priority to break the boundaries and stereotypes of gender roles and curate an image of men in media that is not related to violence and aggression, but instead full of human emotions and support for one another. Mr. Potvin mentioned that communication is a great place to start. Podcasts like this and other men's mental health advocates are great beginner steps. Very true. Semicolon's goal is to be an advocate for mental health for everyone and provide a space where important messages like this can be spread to both teachers, parents, and also students. I agree with that. Teachers and parents should also be open to these kinds of messages and start building an environment where everyone is able to discuss their mental health challenges and share their emotions regardless of their gender. 
From his written response, Mr. Potman touched on the importance of mental health guidance and awareness in classrooms by saying, Another important move would be increased education in schools. I didn't know that my depression and anxiety had a name until my first year of university, even though I had been depressed for almost a decade prior. Definitely. From our previous activities within our organization, we found out that many students struggle to find a support system or an outlet in their lives where they can rely on. Thus, many of them keep the negative feelings to themselves without even acknowledging what it is. This can be very dangerous, as we learned before with Dr. Stewart, the isolation and delay in help seeking can be devastating in the progression of mental illnesses. Very true. Mr. Poppin also talked about implementing kid-friendly courses or activities into the school curriculum to teach children about understanding and being okay with their human emotions. He said, then we would save a lot of lives and greatly improve a lot as well. We want to encourage teachers and parents who are listening to us right now to start looking at how you can provide guidance and curate that supportive environment to raise awareness for younger students. Mr. Palvin's personal story will be shared in the first episode of It's Okay to Not Be Okay, where we empower our listeners by sharing the stories of those who have direct experience with mental health. For those who are interested, feel free to check back to our podcast for new episodes in the near future. Here in our podcast, we wish to tell our listeners that gender roles and related stereotypes should not strip away parts of our identity. Social norms and expectations should not be a mold for us to fit into. We must work together to break these stereotypes that take a toll on our mental health and wellness. Only when we embrace our emotions, when we embrace our differences, can we accept and love ourselves and those around us. We must all support each other. Semicolon is a safe space and platform for you to connect with our content and potentially act as indirect support for you as you're flipping through the chapters of your own stories right now. Together, we can break these traditional gender roles. Together, we can challenge the stigma. For more information, please visit our Instagram at project9.official. We were always open for partnerships and for new members to join us in challenging the stigma. If you are in crisis and in need of assistance, please call 911, your local hotline, or attend to the nearest emergency department. Thank you all for tuning in to the second episode of the Semicolon Podcast. Remember, your story does not end here.